The Summer Olympics begin later this week in London, and they have a new, unofficial, unlicensed name, the Censorship Olympics. It's a reference to laws that reserve the use of certain Olympic language and imagery for official sponsors. Those sponsors, Visa, McDonald's, and others, paid a lot of money for the exclusive privilege. The International Olympic Committee requires such laws of every host nation, but the laws in Britain are the most stringent yet. The world's Alex Galifant reports on how British companies and retailers are trying to get around them. I'm in Reading, a town 30 minutes west of London by train. And the biggest thing I've seen here mentioning the Olympic Games is a poster for Coca-Cola. It's embellished with the five Olympic rings. And legally, there's no problem with that. Coke is a global sponsor of the Games. Coast to Coast, a discount homewares store, is not. They're not letting any smaller businesses benefit from it. It's just just for the big businesses, really. Abhishek Bra works at Coast to Coast. He points out that lots and lots of taxpayer money has been spent on the Olympics. According to a parliamentary committee, the figure will be around $17 billion, all told. Not enough, though, to allow small businesses to associate themselves with the Games. During the Olympics, we're not allowed to put any kind of Olympics, anything associated with the Olympics at all. Otherwise, we've been hearing on the news... They've been giving um, people fines. In fact, a so-called brand army of inspectors is roaming the UK, scouring for businesses that are breaking the rules. Nick Cohen is the author of a study of censorship called You Can't Read This Book. A florist who did a flower display of Olympic rings, they had to be taken down. Um, A butcher who did sausages in the shape of Olympic rings, that had to go People who wanted Olympicnics, they had to be cancelled. The inspectors are also hunting for language that infringes the rules, for combinations of certain words, including games, 2012, gold, silver and bronze, and London. The rules are so strict that, bar the Coke poster and some McDonald's packaging, you'd never know the Olympic Games were about to start. What you can't fail to notice, however, is that you're in Britain. Only a few weeks ago, Queen Elizabeth celebrated her Diamond Jubilee. British flags went up in towns across the country. Now those flags are doing double duty for the Olympic Games too, says coffee shop worker Alana Richards. She says it's all part of one big crazy celebration. We're quite the Great British Summer because of the Olympics, the Jubilee, there are lots of stuff on. We're the tourism, they're trying to get people to stay in England rather than go elsewhere for once. Some British businesses have got around the Olympic rules with clever campaigns. This version of the Beatles classic is for the department store Marks & Spencer. It has a promotion called On Your Marks for a Summer to Remember. But for most brands, using the British flag is a kind of code. It's an easy way to signal an association with the Olympics while avoiding all the legal traps. In a supermarket, Sainsbury's, I spotted the flag on packaging for deodorant, cookies, broccoli and more. They're just everywhere. Everywhere, says Liz Taylor, who works in the store. Tea bags, soap powders. Bread, potatoes, bottle openers. It's on quite a lot of the stuff which we actually sell in store. Even beer, even toilet paper. The British flag is everywhere. I did find one business willing to take a gamble, though. That was a chain of slot machine parlours. Starting today, they're running a scratch card promotion called How Many Will You Win? The logo is a shiny gold medal. The contest runs until August 12th, the last day of the Olympic Games. Coincidentally, of course. For the world, I'm Alex Galifant. And you can see some of the products that have dressed themselves up in the Union Jack. 
at theworld.org.